Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you for joining with me on the Word Podcast. In a previous episode, we were in Acts chapter 8, verse 26. We saw where an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip. Remember that? And the angel of the Lord told him to do this. Get up and go south to the road that descends from Jerusalem to Gaza. And then parenthetically, it says, this is a desert road. So verse 27 begins with this phrase. So he got up and went. And, uh, you know, I want us to think about that just for a moment again. Oh, that we would be like that. <laughs> that. That when the Lord tells us to do something, that we would get up and do it. And, you know, and I dare say most of us would go, well, man, you know, if an angel of the Lord spoke to me, if an angel of the Lord appeared to me, I'd probably get up and go, well, yeah, yeah, I understand that. But the Word of God speaks to us. Do we get up and go? The Spirit speaks to us. Do we get up and go? The body of Christ encourages us and sees things within us and exhorts us. Do we get up and go? You know what I mean? Well, he got up and went. Now watch what happens, the rest of the verse, verse 27. So he got up and went, and there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. And he had come to Jerusalem to worship. And he was returning in his chariot and was reading the prophet Isaiah. Now, there's a lot going on right here. <laughs> I mean, a lot, just in this little uh, informational verse, right? Philip gets up and he goes. He's on this road, and there is this Ethiopian eunuch who's coming along. Now, in just a moment, the next verse, we're going to see that the Spirit's going to tell Philip to go up there. But you have this, these two sort of parallel thoughts. You got Philip, he's getting up and he's going, so he's got up and he's gone. So he's going down there. You've got this Ethiopian eunuch who has done likewise. He has come from Ethiopia. He's gone to Jerusalem. For what purpose? To worship. Okay? To worship. He's gone there to worship. Now he's on his way back. Now, this isn't just any basic Ethiopian eunuch. Since he's a eunuch, we know that he is a man. We know that he's been made a eunuch to serve for a particular purpose, and we find out the detail of what the purpose is. He is a court official of Candace, and she's the queen of the Ethiopians. He's a high muckety-muck. He's highly trusted, okay? He's highly favored with the powers that be. How do I know that? He was in charge of all her treasure. He's over the treasury. He's also trusted to travel. He had been allowed to go from Ethiopia to Jerusalem to worship, and that's a really intriguing thing even to this day, okay? Uh, there is uh, all sorts of, sorts of interesting history with the Jewish people in Ethiopia and Ethiopian Jews and Ethiopian, Ethiopian Christians and believers now. So anyway, this is the, the, uh, his situation. Now he's returning. He's sitting in his chariot, and he was reading the prophet Isaiah. So he, he's sitting in the chariot. Verse 29, then the Spirit said to Philip, go up and join this chariot. 
So here this guy is. He's sitting there reading. I don't think the chariot was moving at that time. Maybe it was, but I don't think it was. He's sitting in this chariot, and all of a sudden, the Spirit just speaks to Philip and says, go up and join this chariot. So look how this works. Folks, this is how the Lord does things in our life. We just don't pay attention to it. The angel of the Lord had told Philip, get up and go south. He got up and went. Now he's on the road. He's going along on the road. Now the Spirit says to Philip, go up and join this chariot. Philip ran up and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet. Isn't that interesting? So you got an Ethiopian eunuch who's come to Jerusalem, the words, who's picked up a copy of Isaiah the prophet. Let me tell you, this guy had some resources. Okay, He was wealthy of his own volition because of his position, because he was able to procure or able to have a copy of Isaiah. You know, at that time, you just didn't go down to the local bookstore. You just didn't jump on Amazon and get something like this. And he's reading the prophet Isaiah. And this is probably the first time he'd been reading it because of what we're about to see right here. So Philip says to him, do you understand what you're reading? Verse 31. And he said, well, how could I unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to come up and to sit with him. <clears throat> so that's the reason I'm thinking that he had not had much uh, interaction because he's reading this and he doesn't understand what he's reading. There's something that's arrested his attention right here and he can't figure it out. And here comes Philip walking up. Watch this, verse 31. Well, verse 32 now. Now the passage of Scripture which he was reading was this. So verse 32 and 33 are a quote from the Old Testament out of Isaiah 53, and it says this. He was led as a sheep to slaughter, and as a lamb before his shearer is silent, so he does not open his mouth. In humiliation, his judgment was taken away. Who will relate his generation, for his life is removed from the earth? Verse 34. The Enoch, Enoch, <laughs> the eunuch, that's close, right? The eunuch answered Philip and said, Please tell me, of whom does the prophet say this? Of himself or of someone else? So is that not a legitimate question? So here he's reading out of Isaiah. He reads, he's at this passage right now. He's reading it. He doesn't understand it. All of a sudden, this guy comes up and it's Philip. And he asked him, hey, do you understand what you're reading right there? The eunuch responds, and it's you know, somewhat tersely, you know, how could I unless someone guides me? You know, he's a little put out right here. He can't figure this out. So he invites Philip up. Philip sits there, and he reads the passage. And so then the eunuch looks at Philip and says, who's he talking about? Is, is the author talking about himself, or is he talking about someone else? Now, folks, listen to this next verse. Acts 8, verse 35. This is so so, so important. Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning from this scripture, he preached Jesus to him. Beginning from that scripture, he preached Jesus to him. Folks, this is how we're supposed to be living day in and day out. This is how we're supposed to be imparting the good news of the gospel of the kingdom of the Most High God. 
you take the folks from where they are. Beginning with this scripture, he preached Jesus, not beginning with some preconceived thing that he had planned, that he had memorized, and it's not, that's all fine, that's tool. It's great to have tools. It's great to know uh, the scripture is great to have strategies to share the gospel, et cetera, et cetera. But here is the true thing. Philip opened his mouth. He was willing to open his mouth. Start with, he was willing to get up and go. He got up and he went. He was willing then to get up and go to that chariot. He opened his mouth. That's all that's required, folks, is to open our mouths. You'll find if you open your mouth, the Lord will speak through you. He's promised to do that. So beginning with this scripture, that's really intriguing, that Isaiah 53 thing, because so often people say, well, how can the Jewish people not believe when they have Isaiah 53? I've heard, I haven't been able to confirm it. I sort of confirm it, but I'm not real comfortable with the confirmation. But there's a rumor about that Isaiah 53 is taken out of some of the Jewish writings, some of the Jewish, quote, Bibles. Other ones do have it, but they definitely don't teach it, Okay. But beginning with this scripture, he preached Jesus to him. In other words, he preached and showed how Jesus was the fulfillment of that passage right there. Now, remember this guy is just coming back from Jerusalem. Do you think that he might have heard about what had happened with this great teacher and this great prophet named Jesus? Oh, I suspect he probably did hear about it. Well, we have to stop in the middle of the story because there's more to it, but we'll catch you the next time around, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you. I'll see you then. Goodbye.